Yeah! How about that? Look, that always sounds good, but it really sounds good at a little bit before 9 o'clock on a Monday morning. We are proudly presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of your phone calls are coming on the Goodyear hotline. Slee, we want calls, we want tweets, we want everything, but mostly we're just happy to be here this morning. In the morning, 9 a.m. Trat, well, listen, my contract says 9 specifically. It's still 8.55. <laughs> kind of hold uh, hold the ground here for the next four and a half minutes or so, okay? Fine. Funch, mute sleaze Mike, <laughs> and I, I am more than happy. Let me tell you do- something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I, I heard you on Friday night. You were doing the show on Friday night. Yeah. I'm like, I can't miss another day. Travis is... <laughs> Phenomenal by himself. Like, it was I, I gotta, fun. I got to get in there. You <laughs> yeah, look like looked, look like you were enjoying yourself. There. I was going to be both Wally Pip and Lou Gehrig. I was going to show up and, and do both of those things. <laughs> no, it awesome. was awesome. Uh, I know that I speak for the both of us, Lee, when I say this, that we're incredibly excited to be here, and that was not just lip service. We want the tweets that you were sending us at night. We want them in the morning. We want the phone calls that you were making at night. We want them in the morning because we get the first crack at this, right? We're yeah. the first ones to get to talk about the Lakers and the Dodgers and everything else that's going on right now. And let's start right there here we are we've been talking about this really what the Lakers won the championship last year late in the summer they Mm -hmm. had about two months off right back at it and the whole thing was let's get to the finish line let's see where they are let's see how healthy they are let's see what it looks like well here we are the seventh you know they were they were the seventh team in the Western Conference that buys you a play-in date with the Warriors what do you make of the whole thing because I don't know if you would have said at the beginning anything is fine is this fine so October 12th was when they won that championship. So just kind of think about this. Remember, they had 71 days was the offseason. And there were a lot of questions about, okay, when's the next season going to start? How are the Lakers going to be ready for the next season with this short? And and it's guys like LeBron James coming into his 18th season. Uh, Trav, it's been a grind of a regular season. You You compact it, even though it's 10 less games, right? You go from 82 games down to 72. You compacted it. There was conversation about, why don't you start on Martin Luther King Day? Start on January 18th, start the season. The NBA was like, ah, no, we'll go ahead and go with December 22nd and milk right. every dollar possible between now and you know us getting to the postseason. Um, it, it's interesting because if you would have told me the Lakers would be the number seven seed in the Western Conference going into the playoffs, I would have thought everything went wrong. Lakers have no chance of winning an NBA championship. But here we are after last night and doing the post-game show last night. I feel pretty damn good about where the Lakers are. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know weird. what to tell you. I, I feel I feel really good about where the Lakers are. And I think some people might think, uh, Alan, you're just running your mouth. I'm not. I, I feel really good about it. I I keep going back and forth. Had you, had you asked me a week ago, what do you think about the Lakers? And if I was had the, the dart in the neck, right, the, the truth serum in the <laughs> neck, it would have been, um, yeah, I don't know, man. This just doesn't feel like it. Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. LeBron got hurt for the first AD missed a whole bunch of time. They went out and got Andre Drummond, who hasn't had a ton of time to play with the other two guys that he was brought here specifically to play with. Dennis Schroeder goes down with health and safety pro. The whole thing. And then you fast forward a week, Slee, and here we are. We saw LeBron play last night. We saw LeBron play the night before on Saturday against Indiana. AD played in both of those games. And while neither one of them were transcendently brilliant the way that I think that they can be moving forward, they were both pretty damn good. I'm doing And that's the – that's part that fills you with confidence, right? That I get it, that they're in the seventh spot. Nothing went right. But all of a sudden, when it ha- we said it a million times. Mm-hmm. When you had to have these guys, 
They were there. They're going to be there on Wednesday night, and we're going to get a look at whether or not they can do something that's never been done before, and that's come from the seventh seed or lower. I mean, you know, they could still lose on Wednesday yeah, yeah. and win an NBA championship. No one's ever done that before. How, how funny was yesterday? Uh, how funny was this last week? All these other NBA teams are kind of looking, you know, everybody's looking at the standings. I, I don't care what people, when, when people say that there's sometimes a conversation, you actually heard Mike Malone say this from the Denver Nuggets yesterday. He said, look, we're not paying attention to the standings. Uh, we're playing all our guys tomorrow. And there were the Denver Nuggets. By the time you got through the first quarter, they were down 20 to the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> right. This isn't a regular seven seed, right? There, there's no team in the NBA that was sitting over the last week saying to themselves, uh, pumping their chest out and saying, oh, no, we want them. Bring the Lakers on. No, nobody's going to say it. Why, why would they say it? It just sounds – it's stupid if you did say that. The Lakers aren't the seventh-best team in the Western Conference. They just happen to have this predicament and the injuries and everything else. And, by the way, this is – other teams are in similar positions. Those who were healthiest – had the opportunity to win as many regular season games as possible. Lakers obviously didn't have that luxury. So kind of sitting here today saying that the Lakers have this play-in tournament against the Golden State Warriors this upcoming Wednesday. By the way, the Warriors have won eight of their last nine games, six in a row. Steph Curry best dropped. Team, best team in the Western Conference over the last month and a half of the season. Steph Nobody C was better. Steph Curry dropped 46 points yesterday. There's a lot of you know potential angles that would give you a little unease if you're a Laker fan. I'm just not one of them. I, I look at Wednesday – I think there's going to be an incredible amount of hype for this upcoming game on Wednesday. Think about this. you got Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for every network to be mm -hmm. promoting Steph Curry and LeBron James, but I'd be surprised if it lived up to the hype. What I'm referring to there, Travis, Lakers should handle business, and, and we'll see what happens. Look, yeah, right up until Steph starts doing what he did, right? I'm I, I, I'm gonna. I think the Lakers are gonna win. I think they're gonna be the seven. I think they play against the Suns in the first round of the playoffs starting on the weekend. I th I think all of those things are gonna happen, dude. Sleep. Steph has been out of his damn mind for about the last three months. He not only did he win a scoring title, oldest guy to do that since Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. right? A guy over 33 years old. So when you're on a list that includes Michael Jordan and yourself, that's a pretty good list. He may have stolen an MVP. We can get into that a little bit later on. And look. The Lakers have trouble every once in a while preventing guys from having big nights. We've seen it happen, right? I know that they'll throw a bunch of different bodies at them, but the idea of, oh, okay, they're in it, they got the Golden State Warriors, they're going to get the Suns. Well, hold on a second. Steph Curry has been out of his mind. So if all of a sudden he comes in there and drops 40, which he could do easily, sure. the Lakers may find themselves in one of those fights. The Lakers may find themselves thinking, uh-oh, we got to beat San Antonio or Memphis, who's ever coming out of that 9-10 matchup, and all this talk about the seeding and the Suns and the Clippers tanked to avoid the Lakers and the Nuggets tanked to avoid the Lakers. They might get them anyway. All it takes is one night of Steph Curry going crazy, and everybody's best laid plans are lit on fire. So I, I get that, and it's not like you're saying the Warriors are playing the Lakers in a seven-game set. I put out a tweet yesterday. I put, uh, you know, just asking Laker fans, what do you think of this upcoming Wednesday game? And it, most of the responses were Lakers in one, right? Like this is <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the predicament, right? The predicament is all you gotta do is win one game. So I, I understand that storyline. Um, I expect the Warriors to be in the playoffs, grab that number eight seed. I get that Steph Curry can go off for 45, 50 points in a game, but it's not just. Here's what you gotta understand, Trav. You actually, this is a perfect example. Remember last year. 
um, during the playoffs, during the NBA Finals, you and I were doing some shows in the 9 a.m. slot, right? Mm -hmm. And every time Miami won a game, you were like, just relax. Look how they won the game. Jimmy Butler needed an all-time triple-double in the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. Every other player had to play amazing just to get one game. Now, there's some danger in that because you just got to do it for one game. If the Golden State Warriors are going to make it a game, it's going to be Steph dropping 45. It's going to be Draymond a triple-double with 15 assists, something along those lines. Andrew Wiggins needs 20. Jordan Poole. You need everything to go perfect if you're going to beat the Lakers in that one game. I'm not saying it cannot happen. I but I don't think you do. I don't uh, think you do. I, I think you need Steph Curry to be perfect. I think you need Steph to have one of those nights. That the other guy's got to do something, too. They, they have to do something, but they don't have to be out of their minds because here's the other thing. The Lakers could have a bad day, right? We're assuming that LeBron James and Anthony Davis will be great, and I think it's a pretty good assumption. But, look, we've seen it, right? We've seen it. If LeBron rolled his ankle towards the end of the game last night, right? Unbelievable. We'll talk about that by by the way, unbelievable. unbelievable. We'll, we'll get to that in just one second. Freaking if you want to get in on quarter. that matchup, Goodyear Hotline, 877-710-ESPN. You can make those calls. You can send the tweets to me and Slee as well, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa. But if Anthony Davis tweaks something, not mm-hmm. unprecedented. If LeBron James isn't quite – go back to the Toronto game. Go back to the Sacramento game where he was kind of sort of okay, but he wasn't LeBron James. He rolled – I know everybody's saying he's fine. I know oh, he's fine. He'll be good to go. I think we're in full lie mode now, right? I think we are in full lie mode where – I'm fine, nothing matters, when he could have that thing just barely hanging on, he's not going to tell us. He's not going to tell us until the end of the time. So it's not just Steph cooking, it's anyone else on the Lakers that they need to have, namely AD and LeBron, Mm -hmm. being below average, and all of a sudden everybody else on the the Warriors doesn't need to have a bad day. It's just if Steph gets 40-plus, look out. You You dropped 19 ifs on me. I counted all of them. There were a lot of ifs there, Trav. There were a lot. No, no. There were a two. lot of ifs. If LeBron and AD, and I'm counting that at two, yeah. have a bad night, you have yourselves a game. It, it's as simple as that. If the, one of those two guys, God forbid both of them, have mm-hmm. a bad night, mm-hmm. you got a game. So it, it could it could happen. And and you know, we're going to go back to this. This is, by the way, those who were questioning the playing tournament, how good is this playing tournament? Perfect. How, by the way. To, Steph, LeBron, Tatum. Beal, mm-hmm. all of these guys. That's these right. Westbrook, by the games. way, it's it's Washington versus Boston. So you got Westbrook, Beal versus Tatum. You mm-hmm. got on the other side, even even a John ja Morant just being in the mix. Sure. But I'm going to push that to the side because the playing tournament allows for conversation like this. This week, playoffs don't start till this weekend. Look how much we're going to talk about just with this playing tournament. I I get the angle that you're trying to take. I guess I, I'm just under the belief that. The Lakers are so much more superior to the Golden State Warriors. The storyline walking out of Wednesday, the storyline, there's one storyline. The storyline walking out of Wednesday, the only thing that's going to make headline news is if the Lakers did not win. Or if the Lakers in the fourth quarter, if it's a close game in the fourth quarter, that's the last thing you want, right? Last thing is the Warriors thinking in the fourth quarter, hey, we got a shot here. All we got to do is just stay in it for a few more minutes, and now all the pressure's on the Los Angeles Lakers. You mentioned something I want to hit on for a quick second. The route for the Lakers, let me kind of explain this real quick. Let me explain the route for the Lakers. Hit me. If you beat the, um, and you could see how different the routes could be. If you beat the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday, who do you have in the first round, Trav? Phoenix. Phoenix scare you at all? No. You I've got, seen Chris Paul in the playoffs. 
I, I mean, it, 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 it's as simple as that. Chris Paul's a great player, yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, just missed going, you know, 90, 50, 40. That's you right. Know, that almost never – he missed mm-hmm. by like a half of a percent in, in a couple of the categories. But I've seen Chris Paul in the biggest moments of his career, and they are first-round moments. Phoenix is not – going to beat the Lakers in a seven-game set. If it went six, you and I would be saying, what a great season for the Suns, okay? Who do they have in the second round? The winner of the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Mm -hmm. So wait a minute here. You're telling me the Lakers could get to the Western Conference Finals without facing Utah, without facing the Clippers. Yes, they have this extra game in the playing tournament. Trav, if they lose on Wednesday, everything changes. Now all of a sudden you got Utah in the first round. First of all, you're going to play in a game where it's 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 win or go home. Yep. Um, you got Utah in the first round. You got Clippers in the second round, and then you have the Western Conference Finals would probably be the easiest of the games that you had prior to those two two games. So when I look at Wednesday, I could tell how significant this is for the Lakers, not just because of that one game. But the path to get back to the Western Conference Finals is completely different in that uh, if you go that route. I want I want to play something here. Funch, grab the LeBron cut talking about playing against the Warriors and Steph Curry because he says something I think that's very interesting, and he mentions it game sevensly. I want you to listen to this because I, I have a question for you on the back end. Here's LeBron talking about playing against Golden State and going up against Steph. You know, I think I could grab it right here. Okay. Let's go here. You cannot replicate a game seven, especially, you know, with the first game, you know. And uh, I've always treated game ones like a fill-out game, but you obviously you don't have that uh, you don't have that luxury in a play-in game. So, you know, we just got to play to the best of our ability. We got to play Lakers basketball. We got to defend at a high rate. You know, we, we're, we're playing, in my, in my opinion, the MVP of our league this year and Steph. So, you know, we got to be, you know, prepared for everything that they have. They got championship DNA as well. You know, they've been there. You know, they know what it takes and what it feels like to be in pressure games. So, you know, we got to be ready for that opportunity and for that uh, for that pressure. So let me ask you this, Lee, yeah. because when I heard that the first time, I'm thinking, ooh, that's an interesting way to look at it, but I don't know if it's right. He talks about you got to approach it like it's a game seven, that usually game one's kind of a feel-out game. Yeah. Is this a game seven situation? Because to me, it's not. To me, it's not because there's life. Even if you lose, I know it changes the entire dynamic like you were talking about a minute ago, that all of a sudden you go from maybe the most ideal path to the NBA, uh, the Western Conference Finals, to the most challenging path to the Western Conference Finals. But let's, for instance, let's say you go out there and you fall behind in the first half and it's just it's just not, it's not sure, looking like it's sure. your night. Mm-hmm. Do you at that point say, hey, look, Let's buy another three hours of rest. Let's buy another little bit of time because we can still beat whether it's um, who to be San Antonio or Memphis. Mm-hmm. We can win that game, but tonight if we fire every bullet we have and lose, now we're in real trouble. Do you treat it like a game seven? Because to me, this feels like a you need to find a way in, and if that means playing for that next one, then you play for the next one. I think you treat it like a game seven. I really do. I I, I really really feel Lakers cannot be walking into Wednesday thinking that their playoff seating is not going to be determined by the time Wednesday's over. You know, I, I think you have to have this mindset, and I think the Lakers obviously will. The good thing is they got these two days off before the game on Wednesday. Wednesday, it's not until 7 p.m. tip-off, so when we talk about LeBron James uh, turning an ankle again, um, you know, there there is a little bit of time before they play on that on that Wednesday night, but the, 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 the way you just exp- – the perspective that you just explained – makes me think more of the Golden State Warriors position than the Lakers. That the Warriors are actually in that spot that they're saying to themselves, if we're in the third quarter and we're down 
18 points and things just aren't going well, we know that we got to fly back up to Golden State or back up to Frisco. We got another shot on Friday, probably against Ja Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, which was a game that went down to the wire yesterday. I think they're the ones with that mentality. If you're the Lakers, the last thing you have in your mind is you got another freaking game you have to play on Friday to get in the playoffs. That would that would shock me. Let's put it All that right. way. Let's do this. Jared Dudley said something that I could not disagree with more. You're going to hear that coming up from him next. It is the first mid-morning spectacular edition. Travis and Sleeve. Laker fans, 877-710-ESPN. Go ahead, Travis. 710-ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We need to do that. We're going we're gonna to have the conversation about what John just said in a minute. But very quickly, it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And here is the Straight Talk. What did you do on Friday night? Like you, like, like they just said, what yeah. Island just said, I don't want the guy that interviews a bunch of reporters. I want the other Slee. So take me through the other Slee. What did you do on Went Friday Went through night? every box score uh, around the NBA. Just really <laughs> focused on box scores. How did um, my Taj, man, Gibson. Uh, Taj Gibson do? <laughs> Uh, Taj is coming with us from from the Taj Gibson <laughs> box score at night. We're bringing him into the morning. Yeah. Um. You know, Friday kind of. Uh, this better be good, by the way. If you left me, okay. For, by first myself, of all, first of hold all, hold on, Trav, hold on. Yeah. I, so here's how it goes down. Your uh, expectations Trav, are not they're, they're Trav, way too high. Um. You know the last show that we're gonna do before we go to the Mondays? Yeah. Uh, I'm taking it off. Peace. Yeah, but Slee, it's Friday night. I'm gonna be doing a show by myself, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. alone on a. Fr- yep. See you later. So the idea, you better have had something good to do. You weren't alone, first of all. Hanging. First of all, you weren't alone because I did tweet at you. Okay, so we, it's <laughs> yeah, like. From your, your rave it, that you were at? It's almost as if we were uh, we were connected. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't do that much, Trav. What, what do you think I'm going to do? What do you think? I was going to Vegas for like a pool party for the night well, and then driving back for Lakers pregame at 830? Th- this was the great question. I figured yeah. you had something big cooking if you were going to leave me hanging. You know, here, here's the thing, Sleep. Yeah. Ideally. This is a partnership. This is you and I in this together, pulling on the same end of the rope at the same time. And the second the rope got a little heavy, you said, peace, I'm out of here. That's what you did to me. I said, I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> I'll see you on Monday. Uh, Friday night was great. But look, the, there aren't many nights where you kind of just uh, you go outside and there's still daylight, right? There's a lot of these Laker games or some of the shows that we're doing. Every time we go out, it's uh, it's dark out. Uh, Friday night, what I do? So ended up just uh, grabbing an early dinner, which I heard you talking about. You're like, sleaze out there at 4.30. You're, you're having dinner at 4.30 like yeah. my grandparents. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> I did one of those didn't have lunch, kind of tried to have uh-huh. a kind of, you know, in, one of those in-betweens. Just went out with my girlfriend, had some, uh, had some. I told you that the same Indian food place that I was talking about in South Pasadena probably like yeah, two like months ago. Are you a co-owner of that place? You're really pushing that place hard. I feel like you might have some uh, hidden agenda there. You might have a piece of the action at the, in the South Pasadena Indian food scene. Instead, instead of giving out the number here, I'm just giving out the number to the restaurant. I'm like, book your reservations. Right. Uh, went out there, and then did, did I tell you this? Got a, got a little guy, a little golden retriever. You did. You mentioned you had a puppy. 
All right, so this guy is uh, he's crazy, Trav. He, the guy's all over the place. So when you take him out for a car ride, I mean, he thinks it's like the greatest thing in the world. You know you're supposed to walk him and not drive him in the car. Right? Not yet. You got to get the shots. <laughs> the vet keeps saying you got to wait. I, I don't know what's going on with all that thing. I think we got to wait like two more weeks. Okay. Uh, so uh, just went for a little drive, and that was it. I, I wish I had a more exciting story. Watched some baseball on uh, Friday night, and it was over. I hope Ireland didn't hear that because that was not going to fill him with uh, – pu- a whole bunch of excitement knowing that do me the, a favor uh, do me a favor is a thing Lo- of the past. lower your expectations when it comes to like thinking i'm going to be out in hollywood I, I don't know what my expectations were but i was hoping it was going to end up with and then i wound up in the back of a of a car i have no idea who it was 100 percent in manhattan beach i didn't know where i'd been i wanted, I wanted something like that i wanted you to experience the life here in Southern i love California. i love that you said uh when i sent out the picture of i think i literally just google imaged rave and <laughs> Vegas and that's what I tweeted out to you that's what I was doing yeah and your response was do you have whistles yeah where's the whistles I could I saw all the glow sticks but I didn't see any of the still whistles. have no idea the whistle angle that you take <laughs> well we'll we'll go to one of my raves and you'll be all whistled <laughs> up it'll be uh it'll be awesome all right so Jared Dudley is back he's you know this is one of these guys we haven't talked about a lot either he missed a ton of time along the way along with just about everybody. he was the last one I mean all the the Caruso's of the world, Dennis Schroeder, health and safety protocols, LeBron, Anthony Davis. We haven't said much about Dudley, but Dudley is back as well. So Yeah, he's back as well, and he said something um, that I do not agree with. I want him to let, – let's play it here. He's talking about how he thinks that the journey the Lakers are about to start, starting in the play-in round, seventh seed, is the most difficult journey any NBA team has had on its way to a title. It will be the hardest challenge any team has ever had in NBA history. And the reason why I say that is you're going to first play in game. Um, I know the Warriors aren't the Warriors of old, but you still have Steph Curry, an all-time great. And when I mean all-time great, he he can eventually go down with top 10 all-time. I mean, someone who can just change the game. Draymond Green, Hall of Famer. So that's not going to be easy. And if you could somehow get past that, you play a two seed. Then you got to play a three seed. Uh, I do think it was funny. You see a lot of teams, uh, as you would say, managing their, their these last couple of games are trying to avoid us and stuff like that. It's funny to see that, but for us, it's um, it's going to be a challenge of whatever team you play, because between Jokic, uh, you know, the Clippers, uh, Paul, uh, you know, you have obviously uh, Chris Paul. Um, but man, we're up for it, man. We're the defending champs. They got to worry about us, and we're getting healthy at the right time, and no one wants to see a healthy Laker team. All right, that's straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. What's he talking about? Because here, here's uh, I the agree. reality of it. I agree with you. Here's yeah. the reality of it, right? You're talking about you have to play a play-in round, which is new, but fine. Okay, it's a one-man show. While it's a dangerous one-man show, you should beat them, right? The second round is against a team that I think almost everybody agrees is way over its skis as a number two seed in Phoenix. They're just not a particularly scary team. In the third round, in the conference semifinals, you're going to get either Portland or Denver? I mean, that's Denver without its second-best player? Again, not that terrifying. And then you've got Utah or the Clippers in the conference finals. You're going to have your hands full with that. That That is a tough round, assuming you get there. But you're talking about three of the first four rounds just to get there are not terribly arduous. What they did last year in the bubble was far more difficult. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And let me just kind of go to this. The I get it's one game against the Golden State Warriors. This, this is not the Golden State Warriors, right? I mean, if Clay Thompson's on that team right now and – Andre Iguodala is still a big part of it. Sean, that that's the Golden State Warriors. This is this is a much different Golden State Warriors team. Let's not forget here. They're the eighth seed. They're the eighth seed for a reason. 
Um, and, and of course, it's a completely different conversation, Trav, if Clay Thompson is playing for the the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. but he's not. And I just think that you know the 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 conversation about this Warriors team and as Dudley is trying to indicate, is this is such an incredibly tough path. I think the Lakers have, this is how we started the show, this might be, if you'd have told me a month ago this is the path, I'd be, sign up for it. What do we have to do? 100% take it. I know you're playing an extra game. I know there's this risk of this playing tournament. But Trav, I'm going to go back to this. The storyline coming out of Wednesday is the Lakers did not win. It's not the Lakers won. If the Lakers won, it's just a quick little... The Golden State Warriors are thinking to themselves, all right, we got Lakers, let's just go do what we can. We got nothing to lose at Staples Center. But their real game is going to be on Friday night when they try to you know, take on Memphis or San Antonio. Completely disagree with Dudley's kind of uh, angle there of thinking that this is, this is the most difficult path. I think the Lakers have a much easier path than many thought if you'd asked them a month ago. You go back to the play-in turn, or excuse me, the, the bubble last year, and that was far more difficult. First of all, you, and, and I'm, I'm, using, I'm exaggerating a little here, but it was the whole being locked up aspect of it, right? That you, the, From the moment guys showed up. But everybody was, year, right, Trav? Like everybody I, was, mm-hmm. but it was one of these deals of there's so many other things that are rattling around in your head. And, and just this idea of there's nowhere to go. There's no, the repetition factor, the Groundhog Day factor, just going through it over. The emotional factor, right? I understand that a lot of these games are going to be played in arenas that are at a, a fraction of a capacity. It's going to feel like you're playing at the damn Rose Bowl compared to what they were doing last year, right? Last year, it was the Lakers and the opponent, some staff from both teams, maybe a little media in there, and that's it. It's like playing at LA Fitness. There was no buzz to it at all. There's nothing harder than trying to get up emotionally for something where there's no external factors. There's just nothing to it. You looked at the teams that they had to go through last year. Portland was the team, right? Oh, nobody wants to play them in the first round. Now they're getting all the good matchups here. They got all the tough ones last year. I just don't see it. I actually, I, I I'm going to disagree with that one. I, I think if I'm comparing last season's Orlando bubble to this season's run for the Lakers, um, they are avoiding some teams. I just didn't think any of the teams last season really put up a. The Denver series was your toughest series, but you never got to play against the Clippers. Uh, by the way, did you, did you see see Clippers last two games? Yeah, they're doing they're they're clippering so hard. Wait, 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 wait. Do you disagree with what they were doing? Yeah, it, it, I do. But first of all, let's put it out there that they they laid down so they could avoid the Lakers. They laid down to to make sure that the draw. Houston did not is an improving team. OKC and Houston <laughs> both beat them. OKC and How Houston are two of the two of the four worst teams in the West. Here's the thing: they had Luke Kennard starting at the starting at like the the forward position. <laughs> This is a, a, a conference where just about everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah. And they lost to two of the four teams who did not make the playoffs. And just, oh, by the way, it happens to land the way that you get to avoid the Lakers. Here's the thing. I have an analogy. Okay, do you hate it? Do you, I mean, do, do you, like, how, how would you, do you think that happens a lot? And I think the Clippers were so blatant in making it happen that it's a conversation. Um, but do you think it's the right move? Do you think it's the right strategy? No. And, and here's why. I'm going to go back to the most extensive coaching experience I've ever had in my life. You ready? Mm-hmm. Little League Baseball. That's what with, I'm talking about. With, with right? children. That's, that's the real stuff. Here, here's, here's what bad Little League coaches do. Okay? You save your guy. 
your number, your, you know, the 12 year old that's got uh, a little bit more physically mature than the little twerps that are playing right field for two innings, mm-hmm. right? Yo, I'm going to, I'm going to save my best guy for the second game because that's the harder game. We're playing the team that has a bunch of kids that can't play at all. We'll save our best guy for that game thinking that, Oh, I'm going to set it up. You got Joe Torrey out there. Win the game that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Win the game that's in front of you, and then whatever happens, happens. If the cl- Because here, look, we've said this before. Your best bet of beating the Lakers is getting them early. early. The, the deeper early. they go, mm-hmm. the better they're going to be. Mm-hmm. Right? The more time that AD and LeBron and the other AD and Schroeder and all these guys play together, the more time that they're going to have together, the better they're going to be. If you're going to beat them, you're going to beat them early, and that the Clippers are. Oh, we'll we'll lay back. We'll lay back to avoid them. You that whole thing that you think you can set it up to your best advantage. It almost always blows up in your face, just like it does in Little League. I thought it was. Uh, I thought, <laughs> I love it, just like it does in Little League. Like that's, that's what it's going to. I want you to do me a favor. Every time we start getting into like any type of coaching, like decisions, any of that stuff, I want you to say, "Listen, Al, I don't know if you know this, but." I was once a little league coach, and and just compare everything to the little league experience. We'll see, because I I can only imagine what I, I can only imagine that world, what that world is like. You don't get to tell me what to do. First of all, second of all, that's a really good idea, and I'm going to steal it as my own. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's Home Quote Explorer gives you multiple quote options, so you can pick what's right for you. See yourself, see for yourself at progressive.com. All right, Slee, I'm ready. It's been almost 24 hours. I am ready for my review, my first trip to Dodger Stadium of the season. All right. All the controversy about Dodger dogs, I'm here to tell you what it's if all there, about. If there's one person who can analyze hot dogs, it's going to be Travis Rogers. So this is uh, this is some big stuff here. This is not this is not light. I, I think a lot of what, what you end up saying about these hot dogs will determine the success of of uh, Dodger Stadium moving forward. I, I I know you're right because I have hot dog takes, and they're coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah. I mean, who's going to say no to a 10 a.m. wing? Trav, you have barbecue no sauce on your – I could see Trav through the Zoom call. Just FYI, you have barbecue sauce on your, on your lip there. First of all, Slee, I'm not six. I don't eat barbecue-flavored <laughs> wings. Okay, those are for children and people without a palate. So First I take, of all, I'm not six. That's <laughs> awesome. I don't, I don't eat barbecued wings. I eat buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. Occasionally some lemon pepper. Those are good, too. But the buff, what, whatever you see on my chin right now would be something. buffalo sauce I could related. see you getting up. What time was your first hit this morning? 6.10. I could see you at 5.45 just kind of writing down some stuff that you have topics-wise. And to your left, 12 wings. <laughs> 12 wings. I could just see you kind of but, – but, like, this is your, your morning routine. Yeah, some people have a glass of orange juice. I could see you just <laughs> with 12 wings to your left there just saying, hey, just trying to get the engine going. 
Why not, right? I mean, look, I'm up, we're eating, it's all protein, it's all the same. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's start right here. I'm going to give you my Dodger Dog review coming up in just one second, but let's take our first call of the day. We know how important the calls are to this program, 877-710-ESPN. Let's start with RJ. RJ, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to first and foremost congratulate the two of you, T-Raj. I've been following you since Jim Rohn's Sliwa. I always listen to you guys on the podcast after the Laker game, so congrats to the two of you. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, I, I think the Lakers will win, but people just I, – I don't like the idea of a guy like Steph Curry who's got nothing to lose who can jack it 50 times. I'm sorry. This is going to be a lot more difficult. If that guy is feeling it – they need a little bit from Draymond and Wiggins and everyone else. I think the Lakers are going to have a little bit of a test on Wednesday. I don't think it's going to be a walkover. So, hey, hearing about people who are underdogs, and especially a guy like Steph Curry who's just blowing up. And just wanted to get you guys' take and congratulate you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks, RJ. Trav, I, I, by the way, I like that. I, I like the test. I like the uh, backs against the wall a little bit. I like that it's Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors playing as good as basketball. By the way, I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm the one that's not worried about this game. I'm the one that thinks uh, I'd be shocked if this is a game coming into the fourth quarter. What I'm talking about there is that it's within a couple of possessions. I could be wrong. I could fall flat on my face. But I like that the Lakers are in this predicament where you kind of got you got these two little ramp up games against you know two squads that are a not good and b weren't playing anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you kind of jump in against this Warriors team before you start the real playoffs, which will obviously be uh, some point this weekend. Yeah, look, I like the idea of the test right up until you fail the test, right? The, the, it's, yeah, it'll be a good idea. We can see where we are. We can see what we have going on. And then you get the grade back from the teacher, and it's an F, and you're in remedial English for the rest of the term, right? But, but that's, but that's their problem, right? I mean, that, that is their problem. So I, that, that's kind of why I say it. It's, let, let's just say hypothetically Lakers had an awful game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, they deserve to then be in a play-in game for you know this this – potential win or die yeah Yeah. exactly win or die and then now you have to take a tougher route yeah I I thought that RJ brought up another good point too and that is there is nothing scarier than a really good player who's got absolutely nothing to lose the Warriors are supposed to lose the Warriors are supposed to be a quick out for whoever they end up playing in the playoffs assuming that they get in because again look if the Warriors lose that game I would anticipate them beating Memphis or San Antonio I, I do so I think that they're I think both the Lakers and Golden State will get into the playoffs right Warriors but, would get jazz in the first round if it played out that way do, do you really want a dangerous guy like that again with nothing to lose yes. right I know that we've seen Steph in some moments in the NBA finals and stuff where he's been less than the best Steph mm-hmm. that's a totally different dynamic than hey you're going to get torched anyway. I, I think that's the approach he's taken all season long. I was listening to Steve Kerr the other night. He's been saying, I've never seen him better. This is a dude that's won two MVPs and been on three finals teams or three finals champions, right? This is a three-time NBA champion, two-time MVP with nothing to lose, who's never played better. And that's a, that's a oh, yeah, we're good. Are we I sure about that? wait. Yes. Yes. To answer your question, yes. Lakers need that, by the way. I mean, to, to be honest with you, um, they've had enough of this – massaging the season the regular season was uh it was a very slow grind every time you felt like the Lakers the engine started running it came to a pause so in my opinion from this point out Golden State Warriors even if it was Memphis that won yesterday I think it's actually good Lakers have tough competition Lakers play so much better Trav they're they're so much more focused when they're actually playing good competition it's when they're playing bad teams that 
I, I get almost fearful of because they don't care. They'll be ready for Wednesday. They'll be ready for Wednesday. Yeah, I hope so. All right, Ask Slee coming up in just a little bit. We're going to have a live Ask Slee from a caller. That's a first. I'm looking forward to that. Here it is, Slee. Went to the Dodger game yesterday. Okay. Lost to the Marlins, so it may be a minute since I go back. I'm a big believer in if I'm a good luck charm or not, and I was not yesterday. They lose 3-2. to two. The bigger question, yeah. the Dodger dog. You, I was talking with Laura about it on Friday night. Remember that Friday night you took off? I, Laura and I were having a conversation about uh, To be honest with you, dogs. I don't even remember. I just remember <laughs> Thursday night, and then I was in Vegas for uh, 24 sure. hours. So we know that they went away from Farmer John, right? That yeah. they changed uh, suppliers for the Dodger dog. And I went in with low expectations. Mm-hmm. I went in thinking, because everybody that I've talked to that's been to a Dodger game so far this year was saying the same thing. It's not very good. It's not a Farmer John hot dog. It's not a Dodger dog the way that it used to be. And I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be pretty gross. And guess what? It was. Ah, don't was, say that. It, it, it was I not I thought you good. were setting it up the other way. No. No, every once in a while the conventional wisdom is right. And it was. It kind of looks like a Dodger dog. and the, the, you know, the end sticks out of the bun on both sides. The, the bun is still the same. It's wrapped up like a Dodger dog. It's got the class. And then you put the stuff on it, right, a little little onion, a little uh, mustard. Uh, actually, they didn't have onions yesterday, but a little jalapeno, all these things. And you take that bite, and you're thinking, okay, it's going to be a Dodger dog. It's got the little black little score marks from where it's been, air quote, grilled. Mm-hmm. No. no, didn't Just, happen. No. Just no, just just not, just. Now like, I feel bad. Not, now I feel is, bad for the new supplier. This is not what I wanted. This mm. is not even a little bit what I wanted. Now I will say this: as bad as the Dodger dog was. Wait, wait! Don't say it yet. Don't say it. This is what I was gonna say. I can see you, okay, doing everything you do. You know, put the toppings on. This is a big moment for you. You're not messing around, and and you have a platform where you're gonna come on and talk about you know your your Dodger dog review. Uh huh. I could see you taking that first bite. Kind of giving it a second, start shaking your head a little bit, disappointed. <laughs> okay. Well, and then I could see you right after that finishing the dog. Look, first of all, you're only about ten percent right. The, it was a bite. No way, no it way you didn't finish the dog. A second no way, bite, impossible. <laughs> a third bite, and then it's like you know what? This hot dog sucks. And then I ate the second half. <laughs> and of course, I ate it. Look at the come on, man. Do you? I, uh, it, I, I here here's one. I can see you also three innings later going back. I'll do another one of those. This Let me get what, another one of those. This is what Mother Travis has never said. I need you to finish everything on that plate. That has never been said out loud to me in my entire life. It's time for Ask Slee. That is coming up next. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Okay, look, listen to that. A, it makes me laugh, and B, I don't know if you and I are ever going to go share a meal together. After you hearing your chicken thing, that's uh, I, I don't know if you and I can hang because I like you. You don't like chicken. And I'm getting to know you. Not better, a chicken but, guy. No, chicken's fine if there's nothing else available. But if the, you, you are choose chicken 15 times a day, guy, that's a problem. If I had 
and this is not the time to be talking about a chicken and rice bowl, but if I had one of those three times a day, I'm good to go. I literally don't need anything else. All right, Ask Slee Time. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. Slee, this is a first. Now that we're on in the mornings, Mm -hmm. we have Ask Slee. It's a little different. We have a live Ask Slee on the phones. If you want to do it too, 877-710-ESPN. Steve and LaHabra, go ahead and Ask Slee. I just want to let you know the show sounds great, and all your fans are really excited about the new morning show. So Appreciate it, Steve. Um, Thank you. Especially if you think about it, on a weekend of sports, and then you guys are going to be the first ones on 7, 10 a.m. that are going to be live and local to talk about all the sports over, that we had over the weekend. That's awesome. And Travis, will give, and Travis will give his hot dog reviews. So it's yeah. very important, very key. 0 for 1. Dodger dogs are terrible. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. The, the, the question I have for you, Slee, is have you ever gone 24 hours, let's just say in the last – 20 years okay. without watching some sort of sports. What I mean is, like, say you go with your girlfriend to Lake Tahoe, you yeah. go for a hike in the morning, have breakfast, maybe go kayaking, take a picnic basket, have some beers on a little island out there, you know, go back. <laughs> I'm out writing notes here. This is a, good, like this a, good, a good game Steve. plan. Geez, Steve, that's you know, great. Right? Go, go, go out to dinner, you know, and but you sit in an area where you're mm-hmm. not watching, you know, in the bar watching the game or you're not on your phone checking scores and you go back to the – cabin with a you know a fireplace going or or do you have to like go to a restaurant and even though you're there with your girlfriend you're watching you know the indiana pacers versus <laughs> toronto on a tuesday oh that's Hashtag awesome appreciate you calling it steve uh I'm, I'm glad he mentioned the pacers because man i want to get into miles turner uh <laughs> hey drive you want it? Let, let me tell you a funny story let me tell you a funny story so this was a couple of years ago every year I'll find a different place. I got a few of my buddies. We'll go camping. We'll go Yosemite, Sequoia. I love it. I mean, just being out there for a couple of days. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, do you remember when Paul George was a free agent? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or no, he wasn't a free agent. Yeah, he was. He was with, he got traded to the Thunder. Right. And then the question was going to be, is he going to come to the Lakers or not? This is uh, the next day. I think we found out LeBron was going to come to the Lakers, but we thought the Paul George piece was going to be one or the other. The reason why I tell this story, we're out in the freaking woods. And you know how you know where our free agency started at nine PM? Sure. Right? Nine PM here, midnight on the East Coast. Tell my buddy. I'm like, let's just see in the car if we get serious satellite radio. <laughs> we got serious satellite radio. Listen, listen. Here we are, the middle of nowhere. Campfire behind us, right? right? Middle of nowhere. And there we are listening to serious satellite radio and it's Paul George making his announcement that he's going to stay with the Oklahoma City <laughs> You know, Alan, you don't have to tell all those stories. You can keep some of those to yourself to try to make you save a little face in the community. No, I thought, I thought it was a good story. You were trolling for NBA free agent news in the middle of the night that was on a, a big, camping trip. It's a big moment for the Lakers right there, right? Yeah, things thank were, God he didn't come. That's things were starting moment. to change. Uh, but just to say with that, Trav, definitely. When you get away, get the hell away. But only primarily when you don't have service and stuff like that. If you have service, you're constantly checking your phone. I don't you know about speak you. Speak for yourself. All right, this is exciting. Ask Slee has taken a turn. Not only do we have a phone call, not only do we have our typical Twitter response, but mm-hmm. we have an in-house response. Our boss, Amanda, has an Ask Slee. I'm what does Abraham have? I do, I do. What do you have over um, First of all, I just want to say welcome to the day, boys. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Thank Mo- you, Amanda. Moving up, moving up in life. Um, Okay, so Sliwa, there has been like a rumor slash myth going around, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I would really like this, like to get this straightened out. Okay. Do you indeed have a Murphy bed? (laughs) It's a good question. This is fantastic. It's a fair question. Um, (laughs) Do you want the backstory on this one, Trav? 
I think I know it, but go ahead. You hit, okay, Amanda, I'll give anyway. you the backstory. So last year we would do the uh, – when COVID first hit, right, was doing the Sliwa show in the evenings, and I'd do crosstalk, Mason and Ireland. Mm-hmm. And they just asked me to describe my place, and it's a studio. And I'm like, it's a studio, really small, not much in it, couple closets, the, re- the bathroom, you know, small little living room kitchens right there. And they decided to put it in their own head that I have a Murphy bed. <laughs> I don't have a Murphy bed. You should get one. I don't have a Murphy bed. I mean, your place is small enough, right? It's small. It actually would be very strategic and smart to have a Murphy bed. The place doesn't have a Murphy bed, but Mason and Ireland decided that whether I had one or I didn't, they were going to run with I have a Murphy bed. So to answer your question, Amanda, I know you're going to be disappointed in this no Murphy bed at the studio. Dang it. I'm, I'm extremely sorry. disappointed. I, I, I was hoping that was true. I know. You, you know, I mean, the idea of a 30-something-year-old man <laughs> yeah. with a Murphy <laughs> bed in yeah. a studio apartment, I just, I find that okay. I have super attractive. Lee. I have an ask Lee right now, kind of on, because Amanda, you inspired a thought. What's a better option, a Murphy bed or a futon? Hashtag ask Slee. I would think, uh... Ooh. Right? I would think futon before a Murphy. Bro, just I, I think, think futon yeah, also. Think about yeah. it. Trav, think Are about you that. sure about that? Yes, think about this for a second. You have somebody come over, right? All right, yeah. you're saying, we're going to go back to my place. We're going to go watch a movie. We're you're, just hang way, out for a little bit. If she's already signed off on Murphy bed or futon, it's probably going to work out for you. But just think about that for a second. And, like, she walks in and she's looking around. She's like, wow, this is interesting. Do you have, like, do you have a bed here or what's yeah, the right deal? There. Yeah, just a second. Yeah, yeah, just a second. Just a second. You like grab a screwdriver. You're like get everything all set up. <laughs> yeah, but see, at least with the futon, Trav, it's kind of like a sofa. So it's yeah, like definitely you kind of don't even necessarily have to pull it. You know, flatten it out. Like right. you know, definitely but like futon. a Murphy bed, you got to do the hold on. Let me pull my bed out of the wall. You're just right. you're just cranking something down just out the. Hold on, let <laughs> let the me wall. get my Allen wrenches out of the kitchen drawer and put something together. One more quick one here this is from walk off and it says hey slee have you ever thought about driving a tank and if so what's the first thing you would run over <laughs> hashtag ask slee. driving a tank yeah bro if i if over? i if i drove an f-350 i would ask the freeways to be cleared <laughs> are you kidding me i got my little hybrid right now that i drive i, I don't know if that's gonna go very well you ever, would, you ever driven a tank? I have not driven a tank, but if I think I got to run over, I would, would want to be some sort of structure. I'd like to drive halfway up the wall and watch it collapse under the weight of my tank. Do you ever I think see, that would be a lot of fun. By the way, do you ever see you know those truck drivers that take the churn? Like they, they, they took the churn too much. They're either going up the curb and might hit a street light, or they're asking people behind them to start backing up because they have to fix whatever. <laughs> I, I feel bad for those people. That's not easy. You have to get Michael Thompson on how to teach us to start a tank from a, a YouTube. YouTube video. Yeah, just I'm a sure YouTube video. And you can start a jet. As well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get more Lakers coming up in just a little bit. But, Slee, the, uh, the Dodgers made a move this weekend that I don't think anybody else saw coming. That's mm-hmm. coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.